sing it. Oh, it's so good to be healed. It's so good to be healed by his stripes. By his stripes, I know I'm healed. It's so good to be healed. Yeah. It's so good to be healed. Yes, I am. Makes sense. <laughs> That'll help bring in the prosperity. Amen. Yes, sir. Laughing Glory makes the God. devil mad and God glad. <laughs> and he also said, it's not a sin to be sick. It's a sin to stay sick. Amen. Why? Because he's given us his word. He's told us what to do. And he said that my word is life. Anybody got life in here? Yes, sir. Glory to God. To those that find them. You got to find it in here. Hallelujah. That means if, if you need prosperity, don't look for healing scriptures right then. Is this too deep? No, sir. Look for prosperity scriptures. Get it into your heart and speak it out because faith speaks. There's no such thing as walking in faith without talking. Amen. Come on. That's oh, good preaching. I knew I had a live one over here. Glory Peter. What's your name, Saint? Diane. Sister Diane. Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, I saw you come in. Oh, I wasn't <clears throat> going to say that. <clears throat> but I'm telling you. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I'm here. 
I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I'm here today. I'm so glad. Right now. Right now. I don't want to be anywhere else but right here. <laughs> because I pray that God will have my feet wherever he wants them to be. In the right place. At the right time, you see. So I'm happy, 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 full of joy, don't you see? Because the Lord, my feet to me, has brought me here. Yeah! Right now. Right now. You know, I'm 77 years young. But I told Pastor Tim, when I grow up, I want to look just like him. When I grow up, Pastor Tim, I want to look just like him. Hallelujah. But you know what? I thank God for his presence. I grew up in a Baptist church. Oh, I didn't mean to put that on it, but anyway, I did. And it's, I bet I was there probably one week old because we didn't have babysitters. I was born in 1940. Am I the oldest one here? Probably. Yes, sir. Don't be so quick. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm sure we were. I was one week old when I was in church because we didn't have babysitters. And my mother and father and a whole family, we went Sunday morning. Everybody say Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Sunday night. Sunday night. Wednesday night. Wednesday prayer meeting. night. And Thursday night music practice. Thursday night music Four practice. times a week. Oh, God. And I didn't even know what a vacation or holiday was the first 10, 12, 13 years of my life because we didn't take those. Amen. We worked. We'll work till Jesus comes. We'll work till Jesus comes. We'll work. I learned this as a kid. When Jesus comes and then be carried home. She knows it. Wow. I didn't even know. She from the south, y'all. I'm from California. But you know what? What I started to say a while ago, November 3rd, 1975, God radically changed my life. Woo! I was going this way, and I started going this way. Hallelujah. November and let me 3rd, tell you, there's a change. Huh? November 3rd. November 3rd, 1975. And my wife moved to heaven uh, the end of 99. And it wasn't God. God did not take her. Come on. I heard even a pastor friend of mine said, oh, God took her. I heard it once, and that was it. That's all I could take. If I heard it again, I said, no, he did not take her. He received her. Come on. There you go. There's a huge difference. God's not a killer. Amen. Amen. I heard it once, and I wouldn't let it go because I knew it rattled down here un unclean. Sure. <laughs> but you know what? Another thing. Uh Learned this from Brother Hagen, my father in the faith. Sometimes they get so close, it's hard to keep them. Come on. I really think most of the time they get so close, it's hard to keep them. Yeah. Hallelujah. Did you ever hear Jerry, 
Jerry Horton and David Horton. Do you know who they are? Doc Horton was Brother Hagen's close, one of his very closest yes. friends. Well, <coughs> I may tell that later because uh, he died probably in his 30s in New Mexico, and they didn't put up with it. I'll tell you later. Praise God. But remind me. Okay. So what I was going to say is that I told you when I grow up I want to be like Pastor Tim. Is that okay with you, Pastor? <laughs> He's really been in my heart. Do you know we ha how many people were here when we had dynamic prayer time with Absolutely. him? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Never forgot it. You know, we go many, well, we're always in church, always doing things. We pray for many, many people all the time. But uh, there was something special. I'll never forget that. Never forget it. Hallelujah. And I see such uh, growth and maturity in him and Elena. Hallelujah. Did I say your name right? Elena. Elena. Hallelujah. We're glad you're here. Let me know if you get something. Hallelujah. Anyway, this is it. The last few years I realized, wow, I am so excited about every day. And every week, <laughs> I'm excited about every week, I'm excited about every month, and I'm excited about every, every, every year. I don't let depression, discouragement come to me, because it's under my feet, don't you see? Because the Lord has put joy in my heart And His presence will never depart So I rejoice in the Lord You know, Smith Wigglesworth said, I don't ask Smith how he feels, I tell him. That's right. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. So I tell my body when I wake up, we're going to serve the Lord today. We're going to give a shout this way. We're going to rejoice in the Lord because God took our burdens. He took our sickness. He took away the enemy's plan for our life. And we can shout. We can have true joy. What's happening? You need. Is everything okay? The sound? Oh, okay. Do I need to sign something later to release that? <laughs> and he put joy in my heart. He put a song in my heart. When I received his spirit, he put a song. And many times I wake up in the morning. <laughs> in fact, most of the time when I wake up, I realize I have a song playing inside. <laughs> Glory to God. And it's so wonderful. Ah, the Lord just brought this thought to me. I don't even know if I can do it now. Let me see if I have the words. But uh, when was that, Lord? Uh, when was that? Okay, I was in Ukraine. Those of you that don't know that, I live in Ukraine most of the time. I have an apartment there as of, well, three and a half years ago. I've been there eight years, and eight and a half years. And uh, I'm looking for a song right now that I'm about to talk about. And 
I was in Ladish in a little town, and the pastor I call the Keith Moore. Well, many people call the Keith Moore of Ukraine. And his church is almost finished. He has a town about, uh, I mean, he's in a town about 10,000 people, about three hours from Kiev. And um, I don't know if I brought it. And uh, let me focus. He has a church that's almost ready. The outside looks ready. And the inside, they're finishing everything. They're really doing it uh, world class, you know, and they believe money in. So it takes years and years and years because they don't have debt, you know. And but uh, now this is a sign and wonder in Ukraine. They have they have pipes under the concrete so it warms the uh, the floor in the winter. That's really something for them. And uh, anyway, I was at his church uh, about a month ago, and I woke up the night before. When I woke up, I realized I had this song in my heart, but it was a little different. It was as though I was singing this song in my sleep. Oh, if I don't have the words, I'll just do the chorus. Uh, because God's brought it to my remembrance and we want to uh, sing it out here. Kivy's flat. Oh, okay. Uh, Lift your hands. I want to get this right. Yes. Uh, maybe this will do. Oh, oh. This is just a closer walk with me. is my plea daily walking close to thee let it be dear Lord let it be I'm weak, I know he's strong. Jesus, keep me from all wrong. I'll be satisfied as long. Jesus is my plea. 
close to me. Hallelujah. Let it be, Lord. We had uh, oh, 90 seconds to go over this earlier, didn't we, this song? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody say with me these words. I am so thankful. I am so thankful. Look at your neighbor and say, hey, gorgeous. Hey, gorgeous. Hey, gorgeous. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad, I'm glad you're, you're here. here. I am so thankful. I am so thankful. I am so thankful to you. To you. Let me just say something. You see how simple that is? We've been, this year marks 40 years in, in the ministry for us. Hallelujah. 52 countries so far. I'm not going to retire. Uh, not going to retire. Going to refire. Keep refiring. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was at a, I, I flew in a, a week and a half ago from uh, something like that. Yeah, from uh, Ukraine. I went, I flew to Chicago. They took me to LaSalle. Somebody picked me up. We had a minister's conference there. I could only be there two days. But on the second day in the evening, uh, a powerful ministry friend of mine was ministering. And, and he came over to me in the middle of the service. He said, Mark Wilhite, alive at 105. Glory to yes. God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And it wasn't very long. He kept preaching and he came around again. He said, no, really? Mark Wilhite alive at 105. Told me again. And I just thought, my mama here, this is when she was 94. Wow. Honey, she's uptown. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> You know, and I receive, I really believe it. Did you know Brother Copeland is 80? Yes. And uh, he's believing for 120 years. My mother would say, they'd say, oh, Mama, Grandma, Irene, you are really looking great. She said, if the Lord tarries, I'll be here at 120. You can't think 70, honey. You can't think 80. That's Old Testament. Now, this is in the Old Testament, too, but it's for us today as well. Uh, Genesis 6, 3. God promises mankind 120 years. We better start thinking 120. Am I, am I free to walk in? I'm coming right back. Don't forget. Yeah, sure. Is, it, is he on? You have to put your your pack on. Jeremiah? Wow, a prophet. You prophesied to me today, son. <laughs> Don't go away. We got to pray for you. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, we need to adjust our thinking. And let me tell you what. I... 
I, my, uh, the Lord told me when my mom was like an 87, 88, your mother is more a sign and a wonder to this generation than you thought. I'll say it over here. She, he told me when she was in her 80s, your mother is more. Hey, girl, hallelujah. Glory be to God. You can just float with me anytime. Uh, more of a sign and a wonder to this generation than I had thought, he said, wow. than you've thought. And so I, just start, I decided to start thinking that way. Sign and a wonder. Hallelujah. Now listen, you and I are supernatural creations. Our old sin, our old body, the old self is passed away. We're brand new. We are supernatural. Hello. And I may live in Ukraine. You may live in New Jersey, even though I'm from California. No. But I, honey, am a citizen of heaven. Hallelujah. So if you're a citizen of heaven then we're just alike. You know, because they tell you, well, you know, you go to this country, you go to that country, and uh, they want to tell I remember years ago when we started going out to different countries, I'd try to, some people try to say, well, you know the culture is this and this. I heard that for a number of years. I was open. I've, I've not been, uh, uh, how do you say, uh, I've been open, not, not unopen. What do you, what's that word I'm looking for? Uh, flexible. I'm flexible. I've been open. I've not been rebellious and not been unteachable. I, I still am teachable right now. You know, I, and I, we're connected with young lions. Uh, ten years ago, the Lord said to us, Mark, I'm going to cause you to run with the young lions. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you're one. And your uncle is another. And your grandpa is another. Young lion. Yes. Hallelujah. But we need, it doesn't matter what you're doing, doesn't matter where, what you are in life or anything, how you were born, what your family like, what your, your finances are like, makes no difference. Believe God for more today. And then the next day, believe God for more. Don't limit yourself. Amen. Amen. Come on. I'm Amen. preaching better than you're reacting. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Now, no one's going to stir you up but you. But if you don't get stirred up, you're just doomed for an ordinary, common, uh, a kind of life that I would just want to spew out of my mouth. And you know, God's the same way too, because he said, I'd rather you be hot or cool. But if you're just lukewarm, I'll spew you out of my mouth. We want to get on fire for God because that's where the joy is. Come on. That's Hallelujah. where the life is. That's where fire. the energy is. That's where the future is. Hallelujah. 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 And don't wait for other people to do it for you. Hallelujah. Or to give you a word of encouragement. You encourage yourself in the Lord. Remember David. David. Now let me tell you. We're still going to do that song. <laughs> David had such principles. Oh, wow. He was, had so much integrity. You know. And, uh, you know, Saul was king at the time. But then he disobeyed God. And, and uh, he really, in the sight of the Lord, wasn't fit to be made king again. And uh, 
So the Lord had chosen David. And Saul really had it out to kill David because he was jealous of him. And David had to run for his life to protect his life for many years. And he went out, and it seemed like the gutter rats, the, the losers, the men that were nothings um, sort of connected themselves to David. But what happens when you connect yourself to an anointed vessel? There is, a, there is impartation by association. Hallelujah. And those gutter rats, those losers, those uh, maybe today we would say the alcoholics, the druggies, the this, the losers, the fornicators, the, the, the just worst of the lot. <laughs> I didn't say that. <coughs> Thank God for our president. Amen. Amen. They draw, drew close to David. And later, the Bible calls them mighty men of valor because the anointing of God on David changed their life. And remember, there was a time that David so longed for some fresh water from the, the, the springs of the city of David. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, and two valiant men risked their life going through enemy territory, got him some water, risked their life coming back, gave it to him, and oh, it was so precious to David. <gasps> he poured it on the ground as an offering to God. But let me tell you, for somebody to do that, they were committed. Oh, they were committed. And yet, God's using those hands. And yet, when they came back after fighting to the town of Ziklag, the town was annihilated. Their wives, their children were taken. And all their goods were taken. Everything was just destroyed. And those men that were so true to David certainly suddenly turned violent. And they wanted to kill him. Isn't that something? They laid down their life before, but now they want to kill him because their family, they're, they're so distraught. And the Bible says that David encouraged himself in the Lord. Are you with me? That is instructions for you and me. Every At this moment, right now, you're not going through any. I don't care if the doctor told you you're going to die tomorrow. You better rejoice. You better rejoice even more today. It doesn't make any difference what kind of report. Maybe somebody lost their job. It doesn't make any difference. Whenever you go through a catastrophe, and we will go through some, like 
in the midst of them and come out victorious. We have the victory when we're going through. Hallelujah. 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 So right now, good to see you. Make a decision. You, you, you are going to encourage yourself in the Lord. When my wife moved to heaven too early in 99, uh, I saw my son, Joshua. I had one son, Joseph, that was 18, just turned 18, just entered college, uh, Oral Roberts University. And Joshua was 20, and I saw Joshua come in in that hospital just, oh, maybe 20 minutes after she had passed away. And lay across her belly, his belly to her belly, and wail for, oh, I don't know, it seemed like forever. A long, a long, long time. And I'm sure everybody in the hospital, it was a big hospital, but in that floor, I'm sure they hurt him. And uh, that probably was more tormenting to me than anything else, seeing what my son was going through. And I remember... When I was alone in our home, I'd lift up my hands. I, I, I tried to read the Bible, and it would be blurry because I, I just was weeping so much. Now, I know more now, of course, than I knew then. And I've learned from Brother Copeland. He said, you have to weep some, of course, but don't let a, a spirit of grief come. There's a difference. And I probably let the spirit of grief in. Okay. I'm not now, but I did then. And... Uh, and I remember saying, well, even though I couldn't read, I'm, I knew the power of praise. I already knew it by then. And I got up and made myself stand up. I was the only one in our home. We had a three-level home at that time, beautiful house, which we don't have now. And I remember standing up there all alone and walking and praising God, tears streaming down my face. And I'm saying, thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you, Lord, for your joy. You don't tell what's happening. You declare what you need. And I said, thank you, Lord, for your joy. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you, Lord, for your peace. Thank you, Lord, for your comfort. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you, Lord. And on the inside of me, I heard these words. Your best days are ahead of you. Hallelujah. My head couldn't wrap that. But in my heart, I knew it was true. And several years ago, you know, I've been in Ukraine eight and a half years. Several years ago, just three or four years ago, it dawned on me. I thought I was thinking about my life. I told you I make myself happy every day. I'll say it again. I make myself happy. Glory. You know, if you make yourself sad, nobody, not even your family, wants to be near you. Hello. I said, I make myself happy every day. Everybody say that. I make make myself myself happy happy every day. Hallelujah. I make myself happy. I make myself happy every day. And it's easier to talk if your mouth is open. Just a, just a little interesting tidbit. Happy, 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 happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Happy, happy, 
Happy, happy, happy, happy, happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Do you know that? Happy, 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 happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Happy, 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 happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Yeah. Happy, 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 happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Where does this happy feeling come from? Jesus! Where does this happy feeling come from? Jesus! This happy feeling comes from Jesus. Every day he more than pleases us. That's where this happy feeling comes from. Hallelujah! <laughs> Glory be to God. So the story of David, Ziklag. But David encouraged himself in the Lord. Now, if David had fear, you know, he didn't have fear. He wouldn't let fear come. Remember when he went, he was only, you're 18. They say scholars seem to agree that when David went against Goliath, he was 17. And he did not have fear. He was the only one. That didn't have any fear. The rest of them were shaking. Hallelujah. Oh, that's another direction. But I'm telling you, I'm not going to let fear in my life. My Come mom, on. I heard my mom say at eight, 98, 99, she was walking in the living room. She was always going on errands with me. She was sharp as could be and, and alive as could be. And, and uh, my sister and her Baptist friends were talking, and one of them was talking about having fear. My mother walks in. I'm behind her because we came from the garage into the house, and, and she hears that, and she just volunteers out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. Well, I don't have any fear. I've heard her say it several times. Well, I don't have any fear. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Don't let any fear in your life. If David had let fear... He would have lost it. And I believe they wouldn't have recuperated everything. But the Bible says David encouraged himself in the Lord. David's praise, even when nobody else was doing it, your praise will still work when nobody else around you is praising God. Your praise is a spiritual force, but it also energizes your physical body. You feel better when you praise God. I refuse to describe my symptoms to anybody. No, no, no. And I don't sing songs that talk about, I have this, I have that. If it's not a God, I, honey, I ain't singing it. It's not mine. Sickness is not your sickness. It's the enemy's sickness. And then another thing, you, honey, is a spirit. The Bible says your spirit is sealed with the, with, by the Holy Ghost till the day of redemption. Oh, glory be to God. So my wife taught me this. She learned it from Isaiah. She would preach on, let not the inhabitants say, S-A-Y, S-A-Y, right? right? Let not the inhabitants say, I am sick. That's what the Bible says. Hallelujah. I got that from her. And so I began to see the truth in it. Then I began to meditate it on. And I thought, okay, I am sick. I am that I am. 
<laughs> the great I am could not be sick. Sickness dies in the presence of God. Amen. So that couldn't be true. I am could not be sick. It's an impossibility. And then if you're talking about you, well, honey, you are not your body. And you are not your soul. Are you with me? So I encourage you, never again say, I am sick. Because it's a lie. Because you are a spirit. Your spirit is not sick if you're born again. Amen. And the Bible says you get in the word, you can save your soul through this word. Amen. Now, let me tell you, words are far more important than even the strongest believer knows. And I have never been so gung-ho about speaking the right thing like I am right now at 77 years young. Hallelujah. 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 So I encourage you, the words you say like the words you pray. You pray what you desire. Don't tell God what the symptoms are. He already knows. But when you rehearse the symptoms... You're magnifying the symptoms. Hello? You have authority over your body in the name of Jesus. Nobody, I don't care, the greatest prophet on earth, doesn't have authority over your body like you do, like your words. Amen. Well, you have a God-given right to speak words to command your body to come in line with what you speak. Hallelujah. That is like somebody say, well, I don't believe in gravity. Well, honey, somebody pushes you off a tin, you know, at the Empire State or something. Honey, gravity's working. This is the same way. You say, I don't know if I believe that. Well, honey, it's working anyway. It better, you better get in line and you better start believing it and just see the truth and God will prove it to you. What you say, honey, you get. Hallelujah. What you did say yesterday is what you're getting today. If you said, oh, I don't think my, I have enough money to pay my bills. Well, honey, you just, you just issued a spiritual uh, a cloud all around you. Hallelujah. And, and the devil will activate the truth. I mean, the, the lie in that. It's not a truth. Because God says, I will supply all your needs according to my riches and glory by Christ Hallelujah. Jesus. That's what the Lord says. That's what we focus on. That's what we say. We say nothing else. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm whole. I'm whole. I'm born again. I'm born again. I have new life. I have new life. The life that I live. The life that I live. Is not my life. It's not my life. It's the life of God. It's the life of God. In me. In me. My old man is gone. My old man I'm is gone. I'm a new man in Christ Jesus. I'm a new man in Christ and Jesus. And my God. And my God. Will supply. Will supply. All. 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 My need. My need. Do you believe that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, let me tell you, if you were radical about that, you do that every day of your life, how could you ever be down? (laughs) 
I mean, if you're just half attentive and you speak out that, it's going to, honey, it's going to do something to you. Hallelujah. Your praise can make your day in God. Hallelujah. Your praise to God affects you more than anything else. You never need to be discouraged again. In fact, if I didn't want to be discouraged, that's probably one of the main things I would say. I said, never again. Well, I will never be discouraged another day of my life. I will never be discouraged another day of my life. I will never be discouraged another day in my life. I will never be discouraged another day in my life. I refuse to be poor. I refuse to be poor. I refuse to be poor. My bills are paid. My bills are paid. My bills are paid. When do you declare your bills are paid? When they're stacked high, just little layers all, and, and you in your mind, you don't know what to do. That's when you declare your bills are paid. Amen. I can tell you, I am almost inches away from three million miles with United Airlines. Now, the reason that's important is because when you travel 100,000 miles a year, which I've done for literally decades, you begin to get global upgrades. You can buy an economy ticket, and they'll give you to first class or at least business. Free. <laughs> I mean, free with the ticket. of You, know, you just pay for uh, economy. And so when you hit 3 million miles, you're a 1K for life. Whether you fly much or not. I didn't even know this was happening until it was almost, I was well on my way. So, you know, and my sons want me to travel first class because anytime you're on going over the seas, you got a bed, honey. Hallelujah. So all you got to do is travel three million miles. (laughs) So I'm thankful. God is blessing us in ways we didn't even know. And he wants to bless you so much more. But if you fret and worry, you won't hear clearly his plan. If you only say... Now, you can think a thought. You know, when, when I, I, I've taught this for years. If you have a bad thought, uh, you, know, you know what a bad thought is? You have a thought up here, and it makes you feel yuck here. Now, honey, that is a bad thought. And it's the enemy trying to discourage you, get you down, and get you to complain, get you to confess what you feel here instead of what you know here. Because what you say with your mouth, you get. Amen. That's the word. Hallelujah. So when I, for years, the Lord taught me this. When you get a bad thought here. Now, what's on the end of your arm? My hand. Lift up your arm. Lift up your hand. Amen. Now, when you get a bad thought, come up here, uh, Jeremiah. Do this with me. Do this. So, head. Head. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Okay, now, shut up. Shut up. 
Got to do it hard. Shut up. Look, head. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Look, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Are you afraid to hit your head? Yes, I am. <laughs> you don't know how strong So everybody <laughs> say it again. Come on. Head. Head. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Shut up. Shut up. And then you start speaking with your mouth. You start saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My God. My God. Will supply. Will supply. Not sh- maybe. Will supply. Will supply. All my needs. All my needs. According to his riches and glory. According to his riches and glory. In Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. I said Jesus. all that to say this. The reason I was telling you about the flight, that every January, this has happened for many, 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 many years. In January, I do not even know where the money is coming for the first ticket that's going to cost eleven, twelve, fourteen hundred dollars to Europe. And I'm trying to look at the different accounts and trying to see how it's happened. But now, and I used to worry about it, and oh, it was terrible. I hated that. It made me feel terrible. I didn't feel like praising the Lord if you're worrying about something. But your praise to God will cause you not to worry about it. <laughs> and yet now, I can t- at the end of the year, every decade for, oh, probably 15, 20 years, every decade we have gone seven to eight to nine international trips. Praise God. Hallelujah. By the end of the year, it happens. And it's by How? Faith. I cannot tell you how. <laughs> All I know is, uh, you know, we got a word, I told you, from uh, Pastor Terry Copeland uh, um, Pearsons in um, Nice, France, the European prayer conference in Nice, France in March. It's on the Riviera. And I I could only go there for a couple of days, and I usually travel with a young lion with me to help me at my age. There'll be more. In my 90s, I'll need you, I'll need him, need you, you'll be much younger than me. Hallelujah. And so I was with a young man, and we went, and man, it was costly, because they didn't have any money. I had to pay for him if I had somebody with me, uh, in in Ukraine, that is, not in the States, but Ukraine. And uh, so we were there, and we, we... Figured we could make it for two days because I had to be back to minister. And I'd just come from America on Saturday, and we had to leave on Tuesday. Now, my body needs a little bit of rest, but we made it happen. Amen. And so I told Sister uh, Pastor Terry, I said, I just want to say goodbye. Because we saw them five minutes before the morning meeting started on two days later when we had to leave. And she said, oh, Mark, I'm so glad you came. And then she said, can I pray for you? And I'm thinking, I got mental because they're all sitting on, in the auditorium ready to start. And it's like two or three minutes away and she's going to pray for me. And I, I, that went through my mind, I have to be honest. And so I said, well, sure. She began to pray and she said, Mark, I see there's been a blockage in the flow of your finances. She didn't know about my finances. We are on a different realm, uh, you know. And she said, that is being removed. Hallelujah. Praise God. And there's going to be an increase in the flow of money coming to you. And in the future, 
Say, in the future. In the future. There will be no concern about finances at all. Hallelujah. Because of the overflow. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. She said something else, and then she prayed this. And I, I'm, I'm on my knee, you know, because she's sitting down in this first row, like right here. And I'm listening to her. And then she says, the platform is there. And uh, she says, and Mark, where you go, you're going as a father in the faith. And where you're going, they need fathers. Well, she didn't know. She was not around young people that call me Papa Mark. I mean, almost everybody in Ukraine calls me Papa Mark and overseas. I know she did not know that. We were not in that. When I was with her, it was in a different setting. And I'm telling you, I thought it was so worth getting those words from God that I knew was from the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. But the thing is, we go in faith. It wasn't easy for us to make that trip. It was costly. I mean, a lot of cost for, for my level, you know. But I had a knowing, I need to be at that meeting. And my one thought was this. If Patsy Caminetti can come from Australia to be there, I can come from Ukraine to be there. Hallelujah. So we cannot let... When, when you know of a conference or maybe Pastor... Uh, what's your name? <laughs> Pastor George. Ray. I know. Pastor I just, George. You know, you're in a different realm. When Pastor Ray or Carol maybe ask you as a couple, would you want to come with us? We're going to minister here. Wow, what an opportunity. Did you understand that? Yes, yes sir. It's like Keith Moore and Phyllis made themselves available to travel with Brother Hagen the last five, eight, ten years of their life. Brother Hagen didn't ask them. The Lord told them, I haven't released you from Brother Hagen. They spent their own money, their own hotels. I didn't know this until recently. I thought Brother Hagen paid for it. And he could have, but he didn't need to. God was providing. You step on something. If you're waiting for comfort, it'll never happen. You'll never walk in the supernatural. If you're waiting for something easy, you'll never have the great victory God has for you. If you're waiting for something that's, that's going to be smooth and no problems and know everything, all the details, that'll never happen if you're walking in faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know this is shotgun this morning, but one of the best words I ever got from the Lord was from Brother Hagen in April 1986, Faith Crusade. My wife and I, Joanna, were there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, hearing him speak on faith. We had just left a, a job of three years. We felt to give notice at the end of that year before uh, to leave. And both of us had a witness, supernatural, that's another story. At the same time, I, we just knew we had a release. It, we knew it was God. And yet, three or four months, and you're wondering what you're going to do. You're believing God every day for where you're to go and da da da, and finances and along with it because you had a great salary before and now, and you got two little children, uh, sons. And, and so there's opportunity to doubt and waver. And so on the Friday night... Uh, Brother Hagen was here ministering in, in a big church there, and we were row number four, but it was a huge, huge building. And so he looks at us and says, the Lord wants to minister to you all. So he and Mom Hagen came here, and he had Joanne and me stand. 
I took her hand. She was over here. She took mine. Brother Hagen put his hands over our hands, and he bowed his head, and he said, Oh, my, oh, my, my, my. Now, 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 every place you've been has only been temporary. But it will come like a light through a door ajar. You won't know everything. Jeremiah, get this. You won't know everything because that would not be faith. You won't know everything because that would not be faith. Don't let fear come in when you don't know everything. You're responsible for what you do know. Amen. Don't know you you won't know everything because that would not be faith and that would not please God. But you'll have enough light to take a step. And with that step, more light will come. That word has kept me free since 1986. And you can't imagine how many times I've had to hold on to that and speak that promise. To hold on to that because that was a supernatural word for Joanna and me. And it has sustained us even now all these years. And then you notice the first part. Every place you've been was only temporary. Immediately the Holy Spirit nailed that because we were wondering if we had made a mistake. Even when we were so sure when we left with time, you know. Let me tell you, God is taking care of you. Hallelujah. And you, every one of us, we cannot doubt that. What we must do is to doubt our doubts. Come on. Everybody say, doubt your doubts. Doubt your doubts. Have faith in your faith. Have faith in your faith. I'm telling you, we have victory. (laughs) Glory. I don't sing these songs that that hope for victory sometimes. It's doubt and unbelief. I, I don't sing that. I've got because doubt and unbelief. <laughs> and my dog has run away. My wife has left me all. And my truck broke down. But look, you see this? This is a platform. This is something built up. Every one of us in the spirit, we're on a platform in God. And this platform is victory. Hallelujah. Maybe your feet know more than your head knows. Because your feet are standing on victory. Glory. In the spirit. You don't have to believe God for victory. He has given you the victory. Amen. Amen. And if you know that you're healed, it's easier to get that complete healing and symptoms leave your body when you already know he's healed you. Not going to heal you. By his stripes you are healed. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what I'm saying, every day, every one of us should live in great victory. And this mouth will keep you in victory by thanking God. Even this morning, I was thinking when I was getting ready. Thank you, Lord. I'm born again. I've been filled with the Holy Spirit. The fire of God is in my belly. I am (laughs) I'm a success going somewhere to happen. When I speak, I speak as the miracles of God. When I minister, I minister in the ability of you that you give. My tongue is as the pen of a ready writer. I am blessed. 
You supply all of my needs out of your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I'm the head. I'm not the tail. The devil's under my feet. Glory be to God. I thank you, Lord, for your presence. I have the love of God in me. It's shed abroad in me. Romans 5, 5. I rejoice in you. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Rejoice. Do not fret or, or let any anxiety come against you. Hallelujah. I am successful. I have all that I need. I am healed from the top of my head to the toes of my feet. Hallelujah. I have victory every day. I refuse discouragement. I refuse to be defeated. I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. Do you know Amen. this song? I cannot be defeated. No. And I will never quit. Redeemed. Redeemed by the blood of Jesus, I've been loosed from Satan's pit. Jesus fought and he won the battle and he gave it all to me. I cannot be defeated. I'm saved, I'm healed, I'm free. I cannot be defeated, no. And I will never quit. Redeemed by the blood of Jesus, I've been loosed from Satan's pit. Jesus fought and he won the battle and he gave it all to me. I cannot be defeated. I'm saved, I'm healed, I'm free. Cannot be defeated. I'm saved and I'm healed. And I'm free, 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 I'm free indeed. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and praise Him. Everybody say. Jeremiah, help me. Bring me a glass, please. Everybody say. I am free. I am free. He who the Son sets free. He whom the Son sets free. Is free indeed. It's free indeed. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Head. Do you hear that? Yes. Head. Do you hear me? I am free. I am free. Body. Body. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? I am free. I am free. Hallelujah. 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 Now this song we were going to sing, we're going to thank God. I am so thankful. You know, those little ones always do that. Yes, they do. I bet we could use this big one on this, on this one. Try swapping it out? Yeah, can we do that? Can you help this, this thing here? It, put it on, because this size Yamaha usually has a big one like that. You know, I would never have taken a pause like this early in men ministry, but we were with Phil Driscoll one time, and and uh, no, and uh, he stopped in the middle of the, to get the sound right before he continued. So I felt like, well, you know, I, I do that now too, because I want it to be right. You know, otherwise you just go along. I'm not with that thing. Oh, it's good enough for us. Oh, I hate that. If it's not the best you can do, it ain't good enough for you, and it ain't good enough for him. 
It, it's not working. Okay, put the other one back then. Okay. No, you can go back. I don't know why it isn't, but normally this size keyboard has one of those. Okay. Okay, so I am, I am so thankful. Let me ask you a question. How many are thankful today? Amen. Amen. I'm thankful. You're thankful. That's why your arm's up. Yes. <laughs> You're thankful for life. Yes. You're thankful that you can breathe on your own. I don't see anybody with even one of these in their mouth. We could, we could be thinking, if you've been in many hospitals, man, I thank God I don't have to have that. And I'll declare this, I will never have to have that. Amen. I learned from Phyllis and Keith Moore, when they hear somebody has a disease, a bad prognosis, or some financial thing, or some catastrophe, they say out loud to each other and to themselves, that will never happen to us. Praise God. Amen. Are you with me? And I'll just give you another clue. From the book of Leviticus, I should look to see where it is, but I've forgotten. But when I first got born again, for a year and a half, I did nothing but read the Bible. Genesis, Revelation, Genesis, Revelation, different translations, then then Matthew to, to, to Revelation, over and over and over again. I spent a year and a half in the Word, so I know it's there in Leviticus. And it is this. If a wife or a child says something that's negative, and if the father, the head of the home, does not come against it to rebuke it, it stands. Yes. But if the father, the authority of the house, they, they say, no, we, we break that, that will not happen, the, the, the authority the declares authority. that it, if it's bad, it won't happen. Amen. But if you say nothing, it happens. Amen. Wow. Go. We'll sing Hallelujah. this song sometime. Go. <laughs> but don't that, leave that, until I pray for you, son. Yeah, that could act absolutely preach because it is a fatherless generation. Yeah. And that's why. And an authority-less generation. An authority-less. We have to respect authority. Exactly. And <laughs> God has placed... God has placed this authority yes. in the household. Yes. And when the fathers aren't moving and standing in that place, that authority's not there. So it's like almost spiritual. It could be. Thank God for the moms that are Holy Ghost moms. Yes, yes. Moving in the Holy Ghost and keeping certain things preserved. But I'll tell you, when the father moves over in that place. In the place of authority. In the place of authority. I'll tell you something. The devil can't step in. And the women are speaking out the word of God and confessing. But when the father steps into that place of authority, Mm -mm -mm. I'm telling you something. It releases. It releases authority and power. Yes. Absolutely puts a deadlock on the devil to do anything. Amen. Amen. Say amen. Hallelujah. So we need to believe God and say that this is a father full generation. Yes. Amen. A father full generation. Brother Mark, the the Holy Ghost was speaking to me so much in that, sitting in that seat there. Hallelujah. For you. Yeah. 
He said, his, your feet are on fire. Whoa! And he said, you're going to carry the fire into the uh, nations that he is sending you to and into other places. You're going into little towns and little places and little villages that yet you not have yet even stepped your foot over into. But he said, the fire, my Holy Ghost fire is going into these villages and into yes. these little towns. But the Lord says this too. Because of the fire in your feet, there are certain things that you're going to have to leap over. And the fire of the Holy Ghost is going to cause you to leap over. The circumstance isn't going to dictate to you. But the Holy Ghost fire is going to cause you to just leap right over it. Glory to God. Let's celebrate that one. Lord, we thank you for the missionary. Brother Mark. Hallelujah. Do you want this? Carry. Oh, Father, I receive it. I receive it. I embrace it. I declare truth in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Okay. You know, we just are purposing to obey God in everything. Jeremiah. Uh, we'll we'll sing the song sometime. That's all right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, 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 fire in the feet, you said. Fire, fire in the feet. Sit down there and take take your shoes off. I'm going to pray for you. Somebody come. Timothy, can you come with me for a minute? Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Fire. Core Mbeke. We declare that word. When you were praying for me, I was aware of Jeremiah and I say, Fire. Fire. In these feet. For God. Hallelujah. 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 And fire in your hands. Hallelujah. And can I smack your belly? Is that okay? Hard. Maybe you want to tighten. Fire! Wow. In Jesus' name. Wow. You receive that, son. Huh? I love you, son. Let me give you a hug. Hallelujah. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow. Don't ever think insignificant. Stay humble in your own eyes. Stay little in your own eyes. So a big God can move big through you. Now let me tell you. I work with young lions like you. All over the world. God connects me almost like a magnet since 10 years ago. Kushikita. Don't take this moment lightly. And I know you don't. Hallelujah. Oh, Lift your hands. Praise the Lord. Oh, I bless you, son. From the top of your head. The souls of your we praise you, Lord God Almighty. We praise you for your precious love, grace.
Hallelujah. Anointing and mercy. Oh, come on, come on. For the blessing, Father, Thank your word God. says when one is honored, we all are to rejoice. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Thank you for yokes being destroyed and burdens removed. Oh, 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 oh. In the name I of Jesus. I know the hand of the Lord is on you. I know the hand of the Lord is on you. He'll lead you and guide you each step of the way. I know the hand of the Lord is on you. There's nothing that you can do that would ever make the Lord not love you. And I'll say this. As of today, Jeremiah, there's nothing you could do that could make me not love you. Can you dare to believe that? Huh? Get him a tissue, somebody. So I thank you, Father. We declare and decree. Yes. Ho! In the name that of That this Jesus. is a holy young man cleansed by the blood of Jesus. For your plan and purpose. Hallelujah. Ke shotonko tamrendeki atama kodekeske. O ote a a a to kore dese. O moko deep a onde onda oshke a u. Ah, but glorious, but glorious, glorious shall it be. Glorious, ha, 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 ooh, multiplied glory. So stay little in your own eyes. Multiplied glory. My goodness, this is so special. My goodness. You know, I had this thought, Jesus. Even if it was just you I came for, it would be worth it. You know how special that is? God can orchestrate a whole sermon around one person, and yet everybody gets blessed. blessed. So this is Jeremiah Day in (laughs) in my heart. Hallelujah. Now, how do you fit in? Which son is he? I know. He's Carrie's number two. Ah, Carrie. Come, Carrie. Wow. Hallelujah. You know what? And you're not going to have to fear anything. Do you understand me? Just stretch your hands. You won't fear a thing because God is moving in your heart. He's even going to cause you for restoration. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. And you, I'm declaring you have wisdom beyond your years. Jeremiah, can you believe that? Now, don't be quick to speak with your mouth. Be quick to listen. And quick to look in your heart. 
Amen. Hallelujah. So, close your ears to any criticism and actually close your mouth to criticism. God is doing a mighty work in your spirit. Your heart is very... Your heart is like a David heart. And God said about David, He was a man after my own heart. So you stay humble, you stay sweet in your spirit. David was the sweet psalmist of Israel. Was he weak? No! No, no. He was a warrior's warrior. He was a mighty man of valor. He was a mighty king. If you go to Israel today, or let me put it this way, if is the badge of doubt. When you go to Israel, you will see, especially in Jerusalem, how honored King David is. God loves you as much as he loves him or anyone. Do you know? Can you receive that? You stay humble. Stay little. Stay humble. Stay humble. Because you're so handsome. You're so strong. You're a mighty man. And the world will want you. But they can't have you because God has you and he's higher than them. Do you understand? You don't have to, you don't have to defend yourself. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Amen? Gota. Hallelujah. Do you have anything? So you'll ascertain my wisdom, son, as you meditate and slow your thoughts down and meditate in my word. Don't let your feet go to and fro, but keep them steady in my direction. Keep them steady, and as they're steady, you'll feel the fire, the glory, my direction, my wisdom will be not just in your feet, because where your feet go Mm -hmm. is where you will be taken by my spirit. For my spirit Mm -hmm. will be as though a garment around you. And my spirit, will take you and lead you at times and places where you don't even want to go. But you will go. And you will be there. And you will know. Because you've ascertained my wisdom. Yes, I have shod your feet with the gospel of peace. Yes. So, this off. This on. This off. This off. This on. Hetra Nikota. Thank you, Jesus. You are faithful. You're faithful, Father. Yes. You're faithful to... Listen. This is just a... uh, A glimpse of the promise for every one of our families. Yes. Yes. You stand your ground in the spirit. Fathers, 
rise up to your places of decreeing the word of God over your family, your marriage and your family for generations. You have authority in God to do that. Thank God for godly women that sometimes are filling in the gap. Yes. But the men must speak. Thank you, Lord. God's faithful. Do you have something, Tim? Every family unit in this house is blessed. It's part of our inheritance and part of our portion. In Proverbs chapter 12, it says, A man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth. So the message that Brother Mark is bringing to us as a body to encourage us is to let's keep our tongue right. Those, uh, you know, when the, Mark was commenting about the word of the Lord through the prophet, 1986. Mm-hmm. May? Yes. May of 86. April. April. When God gives you a word and you, you stand on it and you decree it mm-hmm. by grace and through faith, Amen. We didn't earn it, but he lavished it on us. But that word that you know is from God and you keep speaking it, it keeps you on course. It's like setting the compass on a ship. And isn't it interesting that James says the tongue is like a rudder on a great ship. Our tongues are the rudders on our destiny. And our tongues, what we say, when we say what God has said, we're going to make it regardless of any storms in life. You know, I, I had this one thing that kept coming up with Brother Mark when he was sharing and, and you know, getting our, getting our words lined up with the word of God. You know, you're not going to know what to line your words up with unless you're in the Word. And you need to become students of the Word. Say, I'm a student. Everybody look over here. I am a student. I'm a student of the Word. And it's good to educate yourself. Better to educate yourself in the Word. I find more... As I get younger in life, there is more wisdom. The wisdom, the wisdom of successful, if I can say this, successful corporations. The wisdom that is there in successful corporations is you find it from the word. What they apply in their corporation that's bringing prosperity to them is from the word of God. Same principle. And the education. We need to educate so we can line up, not just hear certain things, not just, you can listen to a lot of things. And this is what we're saying about staying steady because there's a lot of different things that are out there on the internet, teaching. You better know what you need to get taught. 
And those things, is what, those things are very, very important. Listen, if I'm traveling all around universally on, the, on YouTube, watching all these different videos, Christian videos, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sow confusion. I'm going to tell That's you That's right. That's right. You are absolutely going to sow confusion in, in, your, in your own spirit and in your own mind. Do you hear what I'm saying, yeah. everybody? This, what I'm saying is the actual, it's factual and it's, and it's truth. But when you get on and this is what I'm seeing, I'm seeing so much. And this is why thank God for, for brother Mark that is just drawing the lions to him, you know, and speaking into their lives. He sees something in them that needs to be imparted to them. Association is so very activated. activated. Yeah, and association is so important, who you associate with. And I'm going to tell you something. Be very careful. Be very careful who you associate with, especially in this day. Because there's too many opinions out there. And you know, guys, I've said this over and over again. It's not word. We're even taking the word and forming it into our opinions. What we feel, we'll find something. Honor, another thing, Brother Mark, when you were talking about Brother Hagin, here's another thing. Honor those generals. And you know what? If you wanted to watch anything from YouTube, get on and watch Brother Hagin. Get on and watch him. I don't know where everybody is going. But we're flying all over the place. I mean, how do we activate angels? How do we this? How do I know my angel's name? How do I know this? How do I? You know, that's not important. That's right. that's not that is not important. We know. I know angels encamp about me because I fear the Lord. Amen. And I know where I go. Angels are going because they're commissioned by the most high God to be with me. I know those things. But they only obey the voice of the Lord. And what you speak is what they're going to obey. So get out of all this stupid, silly teaching. I'm serious. Because I'm watching the body of Christ like it's, it's becoming. When the Lord spoke to me and said, my body is divided because of all the opinions. Please, for the fire, for the glory. Here's the thing. For the kingdom's sake, when we started out singing on grace, I went to that Roman road. The Roman road that I got born again under. By grace, I've been saved. Let me read this to you. But I'm going to read it out of the New Living Translation. How many love the New Living Translation? Some might not, but I do. I like it. I, I mean, there's just certain, certain you know, um, versions that you just, translations that just, you know, minister to your spirit. But let me read this to you. For all have sinned. Listen, there is a gospel out there that is satanic. A gospel church, you can sit. A gospel that is so satanic. That is diluting the power of the truth of the word of God. Because when we get around people, 
people start talking about, oh, well, I know God, and they don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and because you don't have the gospel of Jesus Christ down on the inside of you, knowing what the Word says, unless a man, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Word that was made flesh, dwelt among us, he's the one who said, unless a man is born again, born from above, he will not enter the kingdom of God. By grace. It was his amazing grace. And he declared that day a new establishment, a new covenant, a covenant in his blood. And I'm telling you something. Don't yawn at this church. And if you're a lazy person that's not in the word and you're on the YouTube feeding yourself, you're lazy. I'm sorry. I love you guys. But it's laziness. Say lazy with a smile. Lazy. Lazy. If you're not in this word, then it's laziness. Don't let YouTube. I'd rather have the Holy Ghost feed me than YouTube. Amen. Amen. Now, there's a good place at times for YouTube, okay? But listen, if you're going from one place to the next, to the next, to the next, all over on the Internet, you know what's saying? You know what that's saying? That's saying that there's a hunger in your spirit, and YouTube is not going to satisfy it. And that hunger is only going to be satisfied by the Holy Ghost. And it's you spending time with him and being in that word. And he'll direct it. See, this is what I feel, Brother Mark. A lot of people, their direction is like this. It's, it's all over. Without focus. Without focus. Good word. Without focus. There's no focus. And so you, you can't define that direction of the Lord because you're all over the place. Or you're not in a place. Get in the place. Church, where, how many have their Bibles? Hold your Bibles up. Hold your Bibles up. Say, this is my place, God's holy word. It will direct me. It will keep me. It will preserve me. It will give me life. It will give me understanding, wisdom, healing, prosperity. All that I need in this life is right here in the word. Amen. And it belongs to you, and you hold it close to you. This is mine. This is what I say. Brother Mark, do you know this? It's like I, I, there's, there's something that I have such a connection that only the Holy Ghost could give me. And I hold my word against me because my word is my, yes. Je- it's my Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. It's him. Yes. And, it, and it's like the anointing Your that's life. on. It's my life, but the anointing that's in this word. It's not, it's not just black and white to me. It's a tangible expression. And in that church, he fills our spirit with knowledge, which overflows into our minds. With wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Listen to me. And then I'm going to tell you something. You can say, I'm a dictator. Because what you speak is what you're dictating to your situation. You can either change it 
where you can curse it. You can bless it or curse it. But what flows out of your mouth, if you're in the word here, you dictate to every situation and you begin to change it. You change it. You are a prophet over your own life. That's awesome. You are a prophet. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. You're a prophet over your own life. Amen. You speak, you declare, you establish. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Good word. Praise God.